Welcome to the Beyond the Game podcast hosted by prep to prep Along with Nate Smith and Harold Aubin, I am Danny Keda. Today we continue our series on the Preppies, the annual awards that prep to prep bestows upon among the top teams and athletes in Northern California. Today we will be speaking with the winners of the Preppies for Female and Male Breakthrough Athletes of the Year. Carondelet soccer player Lexi Zandanella was named the prep to prep North Coast Section Player of the Year after leading the Cougars to the East Bay Athletic League title. After flying under the radar her junior season on a team that included Cal and Notre Dame commits, Lexi played every minute of her team's 29 games in the 2019-2020 season, scoring 14 goals and adding three assists, including nine goals in the final month of the season with five of those coming in the playoffs. The box-to-box player was instrumental in leading Carondelet to the NorCal Division I Regional Championship, scoring the game winner in overtime in the first round against Clovis North, and adding a goal in a 3-2 win over St. Francis of Sacramento in the semifinals. The Cougars won the regional title 1-0 over Archbishop Mitty as Zandanella showed off her skills on both ends of the field. She is now a freshman on the Sonoma State team. Lexi, thanks so much for coming on. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. And on the boys' side, Marcellus Roberson also earned Prep to Prep North Coast Section Player of the Year honors after putting together a remarkable junior season for the Bishop O'Dowd basketball team. Now, we're also joined today by Coach Lou Ritchie. Um, Roberson led the Dragons to the NCS Open Division title with a season-high 24 points, nine rebounds, three assists, and four steals in a 75-72 win over Dublin. Marcellus led a talented O'Dowd squad in both scoring with 16.5 points per game and rebounding with 6.3 per game and had three double-doubles during the season. Despite a limited role as a sophomore, Roberson established himself as one of the top juniors in all of California. Marcellus, thanks so much for coming on. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. So let's, let me start with you because, you know, you obviously your stats, if nothing else, were a lot different your senior year from your junior year. And my understanding is that you played with some very high-level players your junior year and maybe you had to kind of take a little bit of a backseat to them. But what changed for you kind of heading into your senior year and, and, and how did it play out? Um, I think for me, it was like I wanted to have a strong season before going to college and like really prove myself that I was a good player. Um, definitely my junior year, there were a lot of like higher class players than me, but I think like playing with them and getting that practice in with them really allowed me to develop my skill more into my senior year. And Marcellus, for you, I mean, your sophomore year, you're kind of you know, feeling your way around the Bishop O'Dowd program and then just exploded onto the senior, junior year. What was the transition for you like from your sophomore year to your junior year? Uh, I think the transition was pretty easy. Uh, I just bought into the system and trusted my coach and my teammates and like the rest handled itself. Lexi, you're, you're up at Sonoma State right now, correct? Yes, I am. What, I'm, I'm interested in a little bit about what, what you're doing up there. What's your routine? Uh, you know, I mean, are you, are you guys physically practicing workouts, uh, school? What's, what's, what's your routine like right now? Well, right now, it's pretty much all online. So we're doing online school and we have online Zooms like for trainings and stuff because we can't meet in person until hopefully this spring. And Marsalis, I see your uncle. Is that your uncle in the background there? You're up in Sacramento, I understand. And yes, you're, you're working out with your uncle. And Coach Rishi says you're hitting the books hard as heck because you want the 4.0 because you're looking for maybe getting a scholarship to Stanford. 
how what are you doing how how is it how how is your situation what's your routine like um my routine is pretty good i wake up before school at 5 a.m go work out then i hit the books hard throughout the day then after school um i work out again and then <laughs> i work out again after that lift weights but yeah i have a really uh tight schedule so i'm just trying to get better Lexi, this last season, you know, there were there's so much attention paid to some of the big names in the EBAL because there's always big names in the EBAL. And, you know, the, the pair of girls at Monta Vista and, you know, you even had a couple on your own team. But as the year went on, you know, you were that steady force for Carondelet and, you know, that one, that player that Amy said she j could just never take off the field. And, and then you had so many big moments in the postseason. Um, you know, what did it feel like kind of, you know, you always hear about all these other girls and and doing all that and then yet yeah, you're the one who's making these plays and really you know how did you guys keep that faith late in the season that you were going to be this team and that you were going to be that leader to take them there you know it was quite shocking to myself that because like you said there's all these big name players out there in the e-ball league and so I think once we got our momentum going like we were clicking on all cylinders and everything was just working out for us on both sides of the field we were scoring goals and offensively and then defensively, we were also not allowing other teams to score on us. So I think we just got into a rhythm. Lou, Lou if I could bring you into the discussion a little bit, um, talk a little bit about Marcellus and how his, how he's uh, come to become the player he is now. I mean, I know he started out on the JV at Bishop O'Dowd. Talk a little bit about the decision-making process there and, and how, he's, uh, uh, how, how he's become the player he is now. So when Marcellus first came to, you know, Dow, he had had a tragedy in his family. He lost his father. Um, so my biggest concern wasn't what level he was going to play at. And he had broke his hand. So for me, it was real simple. Put him on JV, let him acclimate to the school and his new surroundings and everything, and let him just be a kid. Um, I felt he would probably have too much frustration or not enough success at the varsity level just coming in and not knowing any of our plays. Second year, uh, he worked real hard. He grew, uh, accepted the role that I asked him to come off the bench, even though he was one of our top five players. I just felt for the chemistry, there was another player that, that needed to start emotionally. Um, and, you know, he plays against the number one player in the country, and he has the game-winning shot at the end of the game. And it, it's not about who starts, it's about who finishes. Uh, when I was junior year, excuse me, sophomore year, you know, he, he struggled to really learn the offense and the defense. Um, and play within a team structure. And I see him smiling, Luke. I see him smiling. I don't know if you made things really complicated over there at O'Dowd, but I, I do see him smiling here. <laughs> uh, I, I'll take the blame for it. Um, and then after his sophomore year, I've never seen a transformation within 24 hours. The next day we had open gym, and he was the alpha male and, and, you know, in his eyes, the best player in the school. And his junior year, he was a great teammate to, to Monty Bowser. Uh, everyone focused on Monty and, you know, Mar Marcellus and Monty really had to come together to figure out how they both could lead this team because they're both dynamic players. And to both of theirs credit, by the end of the season, teams would play us and they hadn't scouted us and they couldn't figure out who was Monty and Marcellus. They couldn't figure out who the player that was going to Cal was and who the junior was. And coaches would argue after the game about who was better. And I said, well, you have to understand, Monty probably has the best defender on him right now because he has the name. But Marcellus was a great compliment, and he led us in scoring, rebounding, and assists. And he wants to be our best defensive player. So 
you take all those things and combine them into a great kid that's coachable, he's special. Now, Marcellus, obviously Lou is one of the most respected coaches in, in Northern California basketball. And I, I'm assuming when you came in, you figured, you know, I'm, this is a man I can trust and, you know, get behind. But you may, maybe you were a little bit sore the first, you know, the first year playing on JV. But kind of what was your perspective, you know, going through the ranks as you did as, as, coach, as coach described? Um, honestly, when I got to the school, I didn't really know too much about it. All I knew was Ivan Rab. So first day I remember I got there first uh, trial, I tried to guard Elijah Hardy because I thought he was the weak link. Uh, I didn't go too well my freshman year, but you know, I just stayed, uh, like I stayed grinding. I, I didn't let it affect me. Cause like in life, you know, my parents always taught me to work for what you want. So I just kept working and never really affected me. Lexi, you, did you kind of grow into your role? I mean, you came on so strong at the end of the season. Did you feel like you were, it was your team coming down the stretch? And, and how did, how, you know, what, what, what was going through your mind as you guys, after you got lost to Berkeley, then you had to regroup again. And so what, what was your mindset about, about that? Uh, yeah, the fall to Berkeley was definitely hard for us. Um, we thought we had them and could have came back, but, I think after that, we're like, okay, we want to play until the end. And so getting the last seed in the bracket, we're like, you know, we're one of the good teams. And once you like make it to the regional, every team is good, no matter what place in the bracket you're in. And so I think we're like, we drove all the way to Fresno and we're like, okay, we can't go this far and lose. And so I think we just put all our hard work into that game and ended up winning, which is really awesome. Did you feel like you needed to carry the team? Uh, yeah, I think especially towards the end of the game, it was like we were tied and so it was overtime and we needed a score. And I was like, this like can't be my last game as a senior. And so I felt like I was getting everyone up the field, trying to score and do anything I could to win. Did you expect to have this kind of a season at the beginning of the season? No, I did not expect this at all because um, we lost a lot of good seniors this past year. And so I was like, okay, it's like a brand new team almost. What was the turning point for you when you realized that this was your season? When did that come? I think when we beat Monta Vista at their home field four to three, that was when we're like, okay, like we're going to be good. And you had two goals, including the winning goal, correct? Yes, correct. And so Marsalis, okay, I mean, you, were, you weren't totally off the radar screen, okay? People knew about you from the time you were a freshman up in Sacramento. But after, after you lost your dad, you kind of slipped back. I mean, did, did how, however you want to talk about it, whatever you want to tell us is okay, but what was it like? Was your... Your dad, was he, was he someone that you felt was pushing for you? And did you play hard in his, in his memory? And what was it like playing with that kind of a burden? Uh, I mean, playing with, like, my dad on my shoulder, you know, it was like, it just made me play harder. It made me work harder. So when I'm in the gym and I feel like, you know, giving up, calling it a day, going home, I would just think about him or in the final like seconds of the game, just keep my composure and just like do it for him. But growing up, like he was a really like 
the main like drive in my life to, that really got me playing basketball because um, I moved up to Sacramento with him to actually train with uh, Ron Nelson and Mike Williams. So yeah, it was just a, he was just a blessing in my life. Marcellus, this is uh, Coach Richie, the one you said you hadn't heard of. Um, want to ask you a question, Sam. Um, I learned something about you this year. Um, after we beat, maybe it was Dublin at St. Mary's, or I forget what game it was. We beat somebody at St. Mary's, and it was a big win. And you weren't celebrating. And I took it as you were upset because you weren't the star of the game. Can you explain what you were really feeling at the end of the game and how you explained it to me that that wasn't the case? Uh, after the Campolindo game, uh, Jalen hit the last shot. I mean, I don't, I don't really like, uh, I don't really celebrate like that. But like, I'm, I get happy in my like in my head. But I mean, after that game, I was kind of sad because my dad couldn't see. But you know, yeah. Yeah, and and if you look at even the midi game, when everyone else comes off the game at the end of the se- at the end of the season. Marcellus was, like he said, calm, composed, and probably thinking about his father. So that's, that's, that's a very different way of approaching it and, you know, something for all of us to learn from. Thank you, Sally. And, you know, one of the things – go ahead, Danny. Go yeah, you know, one of the things, Marcellus, is that, you know, breakthrough athlete, what we recognize is, is obviously you're – anybody who's become NCS Player of the Year is an extremely talented player, and that goes for both you and Lexi. Um, but for to be a breakthrough athlete means the year before you – probably didn't have such a prominent role. Now, do you look at that as, as something you can pass on to some of your younger teammates and say, hey, look, you know, when I was a sophomore, my, I kind of fit right into a, a, maybe a less prominent role. And then, you know, junior year, I, I kind of established myself as a star player. Is that something you pass on to some of the younger guys? I know you guys have some talent, a lot of talented young players over there at O'Dowd. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm always telling uh, the young younger dudes, like, it's always about where you finish, not where you start. I know uh, Jalen's number two in the nation, but I always talk to him about like just staying humble, keep grinding, because like this right here doesn't mean nothing. You gotta, you got bigger plans in the future. Now, Marsalis, we talked about Jalen when we did the story on you for NCS. Can, I mean, do you guys, you have a special bond, don't you? I mean, you lost your dad, he lost his mom to cancer. Do you guys kind of do? Do you bond? Does that? Does that? Do you help each other out? How? What is that relationship like? I mean, we just push each other in the gym when we practice. Um, I've known Jalen since like elementary school, so I always used to see him, see him and his dad around. So yeah, it's always been my my guy. But yeah, we just push each other. And just for our listeners, that's Jalen Lewis. Yeah. We've been talking about. Um, NCS freshman, freshman as NCS freshman of the year, and obviously a big time, big time rising star um, in the high school level. Top right freshman, top freshman in the state. Yes, um, Lexi, let's go back to you for a minute and talk a little bit about um, your transition up to Sonoma State. Uh, what now? Obviously, going into college is a huge transition anyway, you know, no matter what the circumstance. But in this situation now with the the coronavirus going on, how has your transition been to college, and and, and how do you see yourself? fitting into the program up there? Um, the tr- transition has been good. Um, it's definitely weird that everything's online. But I think 
that this team, they're really hardworking. And so I think I fit in well with that because like, I'm just always working out, I feel like, and just trying to get better every day. And that's really like what I liked about coming here because I saw them and that everyone on the team is really hardworking. And in high school, you were, oh, sorry, uh, in high school, you were, you were basically a box-to-box central midfield player, right? I mean, is that, is your role going to change going into college or how do they see you up there at uh, Sonoma? Um, my coach sees me in the same position in the midfield somewhere. Um, and she was telling me that they don't have like a true midfield yet. So like that spot's open for anyone to grab. Lou, you had a question for Lexi about recruiting. Lexi, it's Coach Lou here. I wanted to ask you a question about uh, you choosing Sonoma State. Um, can you talk a little bit for Marcellus and the other student-athletes out there about what went into you picking it academically, athletically, socially, and then postgraduate? Why was Sonoma State the right place for you? Because I think Selly is going through that exact piece right now, trying to figure out where he wants to go. And someone that is esteemed as you, I think he would be able to, to take some of your your values and, and use it in his own way. Yeah, so um, I think I chose Sonoma State because um, the coaching staff definitely was a big part of it. Um, I think you have to connect with the coaches to be able to like enjoy your time on the team. And also the academics are really strong here. And so I think it was just a combination of the two. And especially meeting the team was a big part of why I chose here because again all the players were so hardworking and like everyone was super kind and like just inviting. Now before we go back to Marsalis, okay, I, I know I know what he what his future goals are and we'll we'll talk about them in a second. But for you, I mean there what is it what what are you studying and what are you looking towards as a career? So my major is kinesiology. And um, I'm looking to be in like the sports world pretty much because I just love soccer so much. So I think I would love a job that has to do with sports. And Marsalis, you have some interest uh, and I know it's picking up, uh, but for you, what, what, what do you see for your future and what, what is your short-term goals? We already, we already said you're hitting the books hard trying to get up to a 4.0 because You'd like to possibly go to Stanford, but what 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 are you looking for in the future as far as your goals are concerned? Right now, my short-term goals are finishing the semester strong with above a 4.0 because I feel like I can do that. Um, my my goals for the future is to get my degree um, and play at the next level and just give back to my community any, any way I can. Those are really my main goals. I want to play professional basketball. So you do want you do want to play it professionally, though, correct? Yes, sir. Uh huh. What do you think it's going to take to do that? Um, just a program that I can buy into, like I did at O'Dowd, and just I know I'm not a pro right now, but if I, I feel like if I could work my hardest and hopefully, like in my college uh, career, like just get a chance to shine, then yeah. And right now, who has, who's been showing some interest in you? What do you mean? As far as colleges, who's, who's, who's reached out to you and shown interest in you? Uh, I ended my junior year with 15 offers, but I cut my schools down to four, uh, Cal, Stanford, 
Cincinnati and Santa Barbara. That's some pretty good. That's some. Those are some pretty good programs, I will say. So that's that's great, Danny. I think well, Lou, 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 you and I both have ties to Cal, and we're not going to overly influence him, are we? When uh when, when he was on the Cal Zoom, I wore my Allende Ubaka Cal jersey, <laughs> and all the coaches had Cal gear on, so they said it was the first time a coach had ever done that. So yeah, go. There's nothing wrong with Go Bears. Nothing wrong with Go Bears, exactly. Um, now you obviously had so many talented players that you've coached, Lou, and you obviously you played at a high level, and you've been around high-level basketball players throughout your life. Um, what does Marcellus need to get to that level that he's he's shooting for? Marcellus can be as good as he wants to be if he can be patient and still be hungry at the same time. I mean that that's 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 the tough deal at the next level is in college or any level when you stop wanting to go to practice. That's when you stop getting better. That's when you stop believing in your teammates and your coaches. If Marcellus can be patient, if he grows, he's going to be pretty darn good when he's 21, 22 years old. I don't put anything past him. So, Lexi, are you are you thinking you might like to be a coach, or what? 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 Are, what do you kind? Of, kinesiology is a wide open field, but I mean, is it coaching? Is it sports medicine? What? What do you think your future lies? Where your future lies, or do you know yet? Um, I definitely love to do sports medicine, but I'd also love to be a coach and like just, um, you know, coach younger players and grow their love for the game and improve their skills. I think that would be fun to do what I was taught. Now, Lexi, you know, you find you found yourself in high school, you know, working up year to year, you know, to a fantastic senior season. But how do you take that growth and that progression that you saw through high school and maybe apply it to being able to, like you said, break into that lineup right away at Sonoma State. You know, there's an opening there for the taking. What did you learn in the last few years at Carondelet that you can apply right away, um, you know, to be a four-year impact player at the college level? Um, I think hard work, definitely. And putting in, you know, the work on your own time when no one else is watching is when it really counts. And that's where you really grow. And so I think, especially right now, since we're not, not having like in-person practices right now is the time for me to grind and like put in that extra work so that when the time comes, I'm ready. Well, you know, at, at Branham, we're looking for a freshman coach, but I mean, Sonoma's a little bit of a commute from where, from Branham, from uh, San Jose, but um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll just a get, little far. We'll try to get you a helicopter back and forth <laughs> and get you going down here. So I, I, what, did yeah, Danny that he's the boys soccer coach at Branham? Did he oh, are you? Yeah, I just, oh, I, just, I just, I just snuck that in there. So, <laughs> and he, he won, a, he won a second championship too. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, this not is bad. after the last last week when you would you say we had some limited success at Branham? That, that, <laughs> that was that was Harold's quote last week. So I've I've kind of gotten come over come over a little bit on that. So, <laughs> um, well, guys, I mean, look, there's there's thousands of kids playing. Um, in North Coast section, and you guys were the players of the year in your respective sports. So, I mean, that to me, um, I mean, just full-on congratulations to you guys and um, wish you the best of luck in the future. Nate, did you have something that you wanted to jump in on before we, uh, before we sign off? But I, I guess I just want to just congratulate you guys for just an amazing accomplishment, um, both in becoming, you know, North Coast section players of the year in your sports, as well as uh, the breakthrough, breakthrough athlete from prep to prep for all of Northern California. I mean, to me, it's a, it's a huge honor, so. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. And, and I just want to reiterate the same thing. You know, it, it's a pleasure watching, you know, young men and women 
who are striving for greater things. And, and to, you know, Lexi, to hear me talk about, I'll, I'll tell you right now from my own experience, kinesiology is not an easy path through college. I've been there. I've done that you know, through to the master's level and all that. And, and it, it's a grind, but it's well worth it. Um, you know, so, so enjoy that and it, be ready for the hard work that comes with being a student athlete that field. And, you know, uh, Marsalis or, or, or Selly, I'll take Coach Richie's lead there on, on your nickname. Um, it's, it's refreshing to have a young man on here who's not only a talented basketball player, not only has overcome some hurdles in life, but is talking to schools like Cal, like Stanford, you know, Cincinnati, you know, and, and just really, you know, trying to put together that full package of academics and athletics at your next step. So I, I love hearing these stories from both of you as a, as a media person and as an athletic director and as a parent of, uh, you know, two young kids coming up in athletics as well. Uh, I love having you guys as role models in all of those arenas. I'm going to just reiterate what both Danny and Nate said. Okay. And it's a pleasure to cover athletes like you. And I wish you Lexi all the success at Sonoma state, just up the block from where I live in Petaluma and Marsalis. Uh, I'm looking for some big, big things from you this year. You guys got to the NorCal's, uh, but, you know, your season ended, and I'm, I'm looking for some really big things from you this year, young man. And, and Lou is our special guest. We're going to give you the last word, but, you know, uh, we're, not, we're still going to have love for Marcellus if he goes to Stanford, right? No question. Um, I, I'm sorry, you two. I hope you guys don't get mad at me, but I'm just curious, Lexi and Marcellus, are you or your schools doing anything for voter registration or are you individually doing anything for voter registration? Um, my school, we actually have a Zoom for all the student athletes about how important it is to vote, so. Uh, my school, I mean, we're not really doing anything, but Coach Lou and the basketball team, we've uh, been talking a lot about it. We had a Zoom today uh, with a young lady who uh, works at Children's Hospital, right? And she runs this program, um, trying to get young young people to vote. So, yeah, we're gonna be looking into that. And we all did pre-registration. So, yeah. Good. That's great. And you know, we're 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 proud that Lou is not only involved in such important issues as voter registration for young people, but we're pleased that he's on our advisory council for the Prep to Prep Foundation and. We're really looking for some for some great things from him and his input, and we really appreciate having you guys on today. And it's been wonderful. And Danny, you've got the last word. Well, again, thanks a lot so much, Marcellus and Lexi and Lou for coming on. Marcellus and Lexi, congratulations on your great accomplishment, and best of luck in the future. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We hope you enjoyed this edition of the Beyond the Game podcast. Once again, we would like to thank Lexi Zandanella and Marcellus Roberson and special guest Lou Ritchie for joining us. Please remember to subscribe to the Prep to Prep Beyond the Game podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. And don't forget to visit us at prep2prep.com and follow us on Twitter at prep to prep Sports and Instagram at prep to prep For all of us at prep to prep thanks so much for tuning in.